He was willing to do whatever it took to get back to her, even if it meant joining up with the Imperial Navy. You're listening to Path of the Jedi with your host, Ronnie Cruz. All right, welcome to Path of the Jedi, the podcast where Star Wars meets personal development. My name is Ronnie Cruz, your host for this full throttle adventure. <laughs> That's right, full throttle, because, well, it feels like everything is firing on all cylinders. Um, so much is happening right now, and, and everything feels so accelerated. Um, on the Star Wars side, obviously, we have everything that's happening with Kenobi, the imminent premiere that's happening on May 27th. They've ramped up all the marketing. They're doing more press tours. They're releasing, um, you know, more photographs and press photographs. Uh, the latest thing that I saw was uh, the Vanity Fair shoot that they're doing with Annie Leibovitz. And of course, Annie Leibovitz is a legend um, and her photos look absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, there's so much, there's so much going on there. There's so much going on there with Kenobi. And I, you know, obviously um, it's, it's been a much, much anticipated show. So they're ramping that up. Uh, they have uh, Star Wars Celebration happening that same weekend, on, starting on the 27th. That's uh, happening in Anaheim. So congratulations for all of you who are able to make that. I was originally going to go, but um, things came up and I'm not able to make it this year, unfortunately. Um, but I know people are so excited about that. Uh, and, and so like, yeah, have as much fun as you can, guys. Um, I miss Celebration. The last Celebration I went to was uh, on my birthday in Chicago, the April of 20. 19? Man, has it been that long? Yeah, it's been that long. So um, I know I, I've been to multiple celebrations and they are so incredibly fun and they just deepen my love for Star Wars. So for those of you guys who are going, um, uh, yeah, well, enjoy the ride, enjoy the weekend, have fun and, and soak it all in, soak it all in. Um, uh, the other stuff was, uh, you know, over the weekend, George Lucas had a birthday, of course, so we had to celebrate that. Thank the maker, right? The maker himself had a birthday over the weekend. Um, uh, recently, Attack of the Clones just had a 20th anniversary, man. So that that in itself is crazy <laughs> for me. I, like, I can't believe it's already 20 years old, um, especially for like the way I, I, I think about the prequel trilogies is I still think of them as newer Star Wars. Right, because I grew up with the original trilogy, and so anything prequels uh, moving forward is new Star Wars to me. And 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 to 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 hear that uh, Attack of the Clones is twenty years old is is amazing. It's amazing, and and I love that uh, it's it's aged well over the years. In in that um, uh, people have grown to love it more than when it was originally released. Right, so um, I love that it's getting its due. I love that Hayden Christian Christensen, excuse me, and and uh, and. And Ewan McGregor are reuniting for the uh, Kenobi show. So there's a lot of synergy uh, going on in the world of Star Wars. Um, uh, like I said, full throttle, right? Full throttle. Now, for me, for my end, uh, I, like there, uh, there's a lot going on too. I, I'm, I'm taking on new projects. I, I'm, I'm starting new things. Um, and so, yeah, the, like, like everything is uh, amazing and it's working well. And, and I'm, I'm so excited about what's uh, unfolding. Uh, and of course, you know, you guys know some of these things, right? We started the, uh, the weekly. Well, we 
the ongoing weekly book discussion. We just started a new book called Are You Up for the Challenge? So again, if you guys want to join that, um, absolutely free. Another source uh, for your personal development. Um, so now you have twice a week, right? You have Path of the Jedi uh, happening in the middle of the week, and then you can uh, tune in to our weekly Zoom calls that happen every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, where, where right now we're currently discussing the book called Are You Up for the Challenge by Rod Harrison. And this is a completely free thing that you can participate in. Uh, no cost to you. All you have to do is actually get your copy of the book, and you can do that from pathofthejedi.com um, uh, and, and go to our re- recommended reading list and get your own copy, and then join our free online community, Path of Growth, on Facebook, right? So there's a Path of Growth community. It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Path of Growth, um, and you'll be able to, to get the info for the Zoom every Sunday. Um, you'll know what chapters that we'll be covering each week, and, and that's it, and that's it. Again, it's another source of personal development. It's more interactive than it is just listening to a podcast, although I love podcasts. Um, I also like to interact, right? Uh, and and with these situations, um, it's more of a classroom kind of setting, right? And, and the way I, I facilitate uh, trainings and calls, especially on Zoom, is I like, I like it to be more Socratic. So um, again, very, very interactive. I like to hear the feedback. I like to hear your guys' insights. So again, if you want to join that, um, I'll, I'll leave the links in the show notes. Um, join our Facebook group, the Path of Growth Community, and get your own copy of Are You Up for the Challenge by Rod Hairston by visiting pathofthejedi.com and clicking on our recommended reading list. As for the other stuff, I actually wouldn't know where to begin to start listing that stuff off. So um, we'll just have to wait until I'm able to kind of start rolling some of this stuff out for you guys to see. Um, Suffice it to say that it is all very exciting. And a lot of it is, uh, well, it's for you guys, again, to help you guys on your personal development and growth journey. So just stay tuned. We'll have plenty more announcements in the weeks and months to come. Classified, really? You see what I mean by full throttle? Full throttle all the way. I don't usually do news and updates at the front end of the show, uh, but I wanted to do that today because there's so much happening and, and I wanted to get it all out of the way so that we can focus on the main message for today's show. Today, we are going to discuss, because we haven't done it yet, we're going to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story. I find the standalone movies incredibly, incredibly interesting. You have Solo and you have Rogue One, um, the ones that are outside of the Skywalker saga. For the simple fact that there are no force wielders in them, at least not prominent ones that I remember off the top of my head. Um, And so I think that inherently, at least for me, it inherently makes the stories that much more human, right? Because we're not dealing with prophecy. We're not dealing with, you know, magical powers or anything like that. We're just dealing with regular people for the most part, regular characters that are trying to navigate their their way around a very, very complex and, and politically charged, like politically uh, uh, unstable galaxy, right? And I think because of this general instability that's happening, this general unrest, um, the issue of trust comes up a lot, um, especially, again, uh, among everyday people who are just trying to, you know, get by, who are just trying to make, make it through. Um, uh, we, we talked about trust in Rogue One, as a matter of fact, back in uh, way back in episode 11 as, as being a very, very prominent theme. Naturally, with Solo, it's going to be the same way, especially given that the movie is about all things smuggling, right? right? Uh, it's, it's about crime syndicates. It's about smugglers. And so trust is going to be a very, very big issue in this movie. 
That said, I think there's an even bigger theme happening, or at least a theme that's more closely um, tied into our title character, Han Solo himself. In rewatching this movie uh, for today's show, um, it doesn't appear to me that Han has any issue trusting people. In fact, um, some might argue that that's the reason why he gets into so much trouble in the first place. Um, but I think, again, th- there's a deeper uh, psychology that's happening with Han. Um, and and uh, if you really take a look at the entire movie as a whole, especially the very beginning, it gives us a lot of information as to why Han uh, does what Han does, right? At the beginning of the movie, we learn very quickly that Han is actually an orphan. In fact, he's probably a street kid uh, because he's in the situation where he's working for a local crime lord by the name of Lady Proxima, this alien um, that is running this underground crime ring, right, with with a bunch of orphans, as a matter of fact, of, of varying ages. We've got orphans in that situation that are very young all the way up to Han's age. So we have Han working the streets more and more complicated and dangerous um, gigs, if you will. And and uh, his girlfriend, Kira, th- those are the first two that we meet. Um, and no, it's not Princess Leia, right? Princess Leia doesn't become the love of his life until A New Hope, um, the original trilogy. This stuff happens before that. Um, so we have Han, we have Kira, we have a bunch of other kids um, that are kind of in this servitude to uh, Lady Proxima. And, okay, so as an aside, it reminds me very much of an Oliver Twist situation and uh, with Han being the artful dodger, right? And so if Han is the artful dodger, um, that's, all, that's all I kept thinking about. If Han was the artful dodger, then that would make Luke uh, uh, Oliver Twist, right? Oliver Twist. So it's just kind of a funny parallel for those of you who are familiar with the Oliver Twist story. Um, I, it just goes to show you the, that that uh, you know uh, archetypes in storytelling are very very universal. Anyways, anyways, I, I digress. Let's get back to it. Han um, at the beginning here has cooked up this uh, idea, this plan um, as a way for him and Kira to escape the situation. Well, not just escape the situ- situation, but um, to escape the planet so that they can finally start their own life. Right? That they, they can they can get away and 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 then just eventually do their own thing. Um, Unfortunately, the plan does not work out and they get separated at the Imperial checkpoint. Kira actually gets uh, taken away. She gets caught and uh, Han is stuck on the other side of the gate. He's gotten through the checkpoint. So now he actually has an opportunity to escape scot-free, right? But the first thing, the first thing he thinks about and wants to do is is get back to Kira, right? Now that he's escaped, the only thing that, that he's focused on is getting back to to Kira. And this sets him on like a three-year course. You know, he he decides to join the Imperial Navy as a way to become a pilot so that he could fly back to Coruscant. He does all these things um, with the singular intention of getting back to Kira. And that's when it hit me. Han's primary underlying psychology is his need for connection. And it makes total sense. As you watch the rest of the movie, this is the driving force. This is the driving mechanism behind all his decision making. And and it's because it stems from the root of him being an orphan. Naturally, naturally, he wants to get back to Kira because uh, Kira, because Kira is the only person he has any ties to. 
He was willing to do whatever it took to get back to her, even if it meant joining up with the Imperial Navy. I mean, like he was free to go here and he had he probably had many other choices than than joining up with the uh, the Imperial military. Um, uh, but that's what he chose, right? Like he, he made this rash decision uh, because he could not he couldn't like he, he immediately the only thing he could think of was getting back to Kara. Right. And this was the, the, the immediate option. Um, unfortunately, it took him on a three year um, journey into like a bunch of different war zones and uh, didn't actually work out with the uh, the Imperial Navy. Right. Like he got kicked out of the academy. He became um, he became an infantryman, uh, infantryman, infantryman. Is that how you pronounce it? Well, he became part of the infantry and, and he just like ended up hopping from war zone to war zone un- until he eventually deserted, right? He eventually deserted. And that's how he, he met up with Chewbacca. That's how he uh, met up with the merry group of bandits led by uh, Woody Harrelson's character, Beckett. Um, and, and naturally, why wouldn't he, right? Like that was a more of an at-home situation for him. He, ve- he was more comfortable being a bandit and an outlaw because that's how he grew up, right? Um, so... so so, you know, I mean, a lot of story happens, but it's, it, again, it's a clear pattern for him that he, he is seeking connection. Even, even if you look at his, his connection with uh, the Beckett and the rest of the bandits, they initially actually rejected him and, and had him thrown in prison, thrown in an in a, a underground cage, in a caged pit. Um, uh, they turned him in for deserting. And that's how, that's how he actually met uh, Chewbacca, because Chewbacca was uh, in the caged pit as well. Um, but even after they turned him in, even after they rejected him, um, once uh, him and Chewbacca escaped the pit, um, he still wanted to go join them, right? Because again, um, that they, the connection is there. They were He was used to being around bandits. He was used to being around outlaws because he was one himself. He had grown up as one. Um, so again, it's it's that underlying um, uh, motivation. It's, it's that underlying need for connection that drives Han Solo. And as you watch the rest of the movie, it becomes more and more clear. Han really isn't a scoundrel at all. He's actually a really good guy who's caught up in some bad situations uh, and, and is just looking for connections, right? That's his driving force um, to fill that need, that basic and primal human need for connection. And what's really cool is because um, we have all these movies that span the entire arc of Han's life story, starting with uh, the Solo movie, and then you have the original trilogy, and then ending in Force Awakens, we see the pattern that he actually thrives and is is has purpose and seems more fulfilled. He seems more happy and driven and actually makes better decisions when he's part of a tribe, when he has connection, right? And, and when he doesn't have these things is when he makes bad decisions. When he doesn't have these things, when he pulls away from these things is when he gets him and Chewie get tangled up with more unsavory types, right? It just goes to show, I think, the importance of community, the importance of being part of a tribe and having that connection. Sure, in a world of smuggling and crime lords and bounty hunters, uh, looking out for yourself and yourself only um, would seem to make sense as a as a prevailing philosophy. But um, you know, as all of these movies have illustrated, all the Star Wars movies and even outside of Star Wars, actually, um, uh, it, it illustrates that that doesn't ever work out, right? It doesn't ever work out. When we were discussing the Book of Boba Fett, there was very much uh, that theme of a class 
clash between looking out for yourself versus looking out for the community, looking out for others. And we see who prevailed in that one as well. Bottom line, there is greater advantage and benefit to being part of a community, being part of a tribe than not. If we look at it from an evolutionary standpoint, being part of a tribe ensured survival. And, and you know, when we fast forward it, and as we got more advanced as a species, uh, the tribe, the community, no matter how big or small, uh, provided support socially, provided support um, mentally and emotionally. So the point I wanted to make today is that no person, no individual is an island unto themselves. Even the most introverted among us need human connection. And trust me, I know. To be fully transparent and vulnerable with you all, I have dealt with and and managed uh, depression and anxiety my entire life. And when I'm going through a low point, the natural inclination is to pull away, right? Is to pull away and to be alone, especially me. I'm an introvert anyways. I'm a loner. Some people might even call me a hermit, right? A hermit. I live out here uh, in, in a log cabin in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. Um, um, and, and that helps, right? That's okay, right? I'm sitting here behind the microphone. Um, it's kind of my recharge being alone. But I will say without a doubt in my mind that I would not have managed nearly as well as I've managed had it not been for the strong connections that I have. And again, it doesn't have to be with a large group or, you know, even a lot of people, uh, just a handful of, of, of people that you're close to that you, you can rely on um, just to be there. And I'm not really a, you know, let's talk about my feelings kind of person. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm more of a, let's just spend time, right? Let's just hang out. Just knowing that I have people in my life that I can do that with, I mean, it, it, it gives me strength. It makes me feel better. So don't underestimate the importance of connection. Look, the last handful of years has really done a number on all of us. Um, everything that's happened uh, has thrown us all for a loop. So it's natural if you're feeling a certain sort of way. I just want you to remember that you're not alone. Reach out. Connect. To once again quote John Donne, No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. Um, yeah. Well, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Uh, I, yeah. Completely. Okay. So I, I, I that that went in a direction that I did not foresee. I, I, I had thought about this episode, um, and my notes were had gone a completely different direction than it actually went. Uh, but I'm glad it did go there today, right? I'm glad it did go there today. I think that it paints. Um, we, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a better understanding of Han Solo. Um, and uh, I've shared some stuff with you guys about myself to hopefully uh, help you uh, give, uh, get a better understanding of me. And also, um, ultimately, all of that to help you get a better understanding of yourself. So I want to know what you think. Hit us up on our Twitter. It's at P-O-T-J podcast. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash P-O-T-J podcast. Uh, you 
can also send an email or an mp3 to info at pathofthejedi.com. Just make sure you put the title of this particular episode in the subject heading. Yep, yep. Another reason why I'm glad the conversation went the way it did today is that it just so happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month, right? Mental Health Awareness. Um, so I, I'm going to leave uh, some links, some resources in the uh, show notes of today's episode for you guys to learn more about Mental Health Awareness Month, learn where it came from, um, and, and all that other good stuff. Especially, again, if uh, you happen to be feeling a certain way, I want you guys to have the resources to be able to um, help you get through, right? Help you get through. So um, make sure you check the um, the show notes of this episode for those links for those resources. And speaking of mental health awareness month, it's time for this week's shout out. All right, this week I wanted to give a shout out to my acupuncturist, Jennifer Blatnick. That's right, Jennifer Blatnick out of Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Jennifer because she has been integral integral to my mental health over the last couple of years um we uh i I mean i started seeing her i don't even know how long ago maybe 2017 um uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, like she, she's just so good at what she does, right? She, she has this kind of natural, uh, intuitive nature about what exactly I need, all from asking, you know, a handful of questions, right? And, and um, not only do I feel better uh, after every treatment, but um, the long-term um, uh, benefits, right? The cumulative benefits in, in the long-term, I've definitely noticed uh, that I, uh, yeah, well, the, the, the combination of her treatments and you know the supplements and the herbs that she she prescribes to me have really helped me over the years uh, get more of an even keel right um and and i noticed actually because of pandemic we were not able to see her as often um that uh, yeah well not seeing her as often has made a difference as well so um you know you just yeah be open to other mod- modalities of treatment um for anything whether it's uh, you know your your physical health or your mental health or both right and so i i tend to lean more towards um holistic um methods and more natural methods and and having found jennifer um uh and and now having you know been seeing her over the last handful of years i i can't say enough how how much of a difference that's made in my life so uh jennifer thank you thank you for all you do especially in the midst of a pandemic you're still willing to see us um and and in the meantime congratulations on your baby right she just had a baby um well man it's been a year already almost so um well better late than never on the congratulations um but thank you again for everything jennifer um you've made a huge difference in my life you've made a huge difference in my mental health and so this week's shout out goes to you all right that's going to do it for today's episode thank you guys so much for tuning in um today i have no idea yet what uh next week is going to be i haven't planned that out but um yeah well with kenobi on the 27th that's still at least two weeks away if that um so we'll see we'll just see what happens either way um i guarantee you're gonna have a fresh new episode waiting for you next week here on the show so until then everybody please be well be safe 
and may the force be with you. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company nor Lucasfilm Limited and is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names and sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is intellectual property of Path of the Jedi unless otherwise indicated. Thank you.